the children of Israel's deliverance from the Egyptians was filled with miracles and displays of God's love, mercy, and power. While camped by Mount Sinai, Jethro arrived with Moses' wife and two sons. Moses told him all the Lord had done to deliver the Israelites from bondage to Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness the Lord had done to Israel, and said, Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods, for in the thing wherein they dealt proudly he was above them. They made a burnt offering and sacrifice to God, and all the elders of Israel came to eat bread with them. Jethro watched Moses sit and judge the people from morning until evening, and asked him, What is this thing that thou doest to the people, and why they stood by him all day long? Moses told him it was because the people come unto me to inquire of God. He wanted to teach them the statutes and laws of God, and they had matters to be judged between them. Jethro said, The thing that thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away, both thou and the people with thee. He told Moses that this burden was too heavy for him to take upon by himself. We don't know exactly how big the camp of Israel was, but it could have been over a million people. Jethro told Moses, I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. He said that Moses represented the people before God. He should teach them ordinances and laws and show them the way they must walk and the work that they must do. This would teach them how to find revelation for themselves to meet their own needs and that of their families. He told Moses to find able men of truth who fear God and hate covetousness and place them over the people to be rulers of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. These would judge the people in small matters while Moses judged the hard causes. Moses hearkened to Jethro's wise counsel and did all that he said. Jethro went back home and Moses' burden was now eased by following the wise counsel of his father-in-law. Moses brought the children of Israel to camp before Mount Sinai, which was like a temple to them. This was the same mountain he had gone up earlier when he saw the burning bush and was called to be a prophet. The Lord called to Moses to come up the mountain and told him to say to the house of Jacob and the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. The Lord said that if they would obey his voice and keep his covenant, they would be a peculiar treasure unto him above all people. The Hebrew word peculiar means valued property or treasure, and it was a great honor for the Lord to call them his own people. He wanted the children of Israel to be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Moses went down the mountain and told the elders what the Lord had commanded. They answered together, all that the Lord hath spoken we will do. He went back up the mountain and told the Lord what they'd said. The Lord said he would come in a thick cloud so the people could hear when he spoke to Moses. He told Moses to sanctify them today and tomorrow, and that they should wash their clothes. They needed to prepare themselves so they would be ready for the third day, when the Lord would come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. He told Moses to sanctify and set bounds around the mountain, and not let the people go up into it or touch its border. The Israelites needed to learn to sanctify themselves, to be ready to go into sacred spaces, just as we need to prepare ourselves and meet the Lord's standards to enter His holy temples. Moses went down and told the people what God had commanded them to do. They obeyed, and on the morning of the third day, there were thunders and lightnings, and a thick cloud was upon the mountain. 
There was an exceedingly loud trumpet, and all the people in the camp trembled. Moses brought them to stand at the foot of the mountain to meet with God. Mount Sinai quaked exceedingly and was covered with smoke when the Lord descended upon it in fire. The voice of the trumpet sounded long and grew louder. Moses spoke, and God answered him, and called him to go up to the top of the mountain. The Lord revealed his Ten Commandments to Moses while he was upon Mount Sinai. Moses told more about this experience in Deuteronomy chapter 4, when he stood under the mountain that burned with fire, clouds, and thick darkness. The Lord spake out of the midst of the fire, and Moses only heard his voice and did not see him. The Lord declared his covenant and wrote with his very finger his commandments on two tablets of stone. He said, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. The Lord summed up the first four commandments in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. The first commandment is, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. There is only one God for everyone, and he loves and wants all of his children to be happy. The second commandment is, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven or carved image, or any likeness of anything that is heaven above, in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto them that love me and keep my commandments. The Hebrew word for jealous means to possess sensitive and deep feelings. We offend God when we serve other gods and have higher priorities in our life than serving Him. We must look closely at what we devote our time, money, and energy to. The third commandment is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. We should never speak God's name in any way other than to worship or show reverence to him. We must also not misuse God's name or use it to do evil works that may keep others from coming to him. The fourth commandment is to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, nor thy son, daughter, manservant, maidservant, cattle, nor stranger that is within thy gates. In six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. This is a holy day to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. All of God's creations are to rest on the Sabbath day and worship the Creator. The Lord summed up the other six commandments in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The fifth commandment is to honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. This is the only commandment that gives the reason for obeying it along with the promise. The Greek word honor means to bring honor to or obey in righteousness and to see someone's worth or value. The sixth commandment is, Thou shalt not kill. Most Bible translations clarify this as murder, by taking a human life in a deliberate, illegal, or immoral way. The seventh commandment is, Thou shalt not commit adultery. 
Other scriptures add nor anything like unto it. Men and women are commanded to only use the sacred power within the bonds of marriage. We ennoble or debase ourselves depending on how we choose to use it. The Eighth Commandment is Thou shalt not steal. Dishonesty can come in many different forms and rationalizations. We are commanded to take a higher road in all places and conditions and respect the rights and possessions of others. The Ninth Commandment is Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. We must be careful to not pass along rumors, unverified information, or deliberate falsehoods that defame or destroy another's character or reputation. And the Tenth Commandment is Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, his wife, his manservant, his maidservant, his ox, his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. This commandment deals with our own thoughts and intents. The Hebrew word for covet means to want something that belongs to someone else so much that you might try to take it from them. Disobeying this commandment could lead to breaking the others when things of this world begin to matter too much to us. When the Israelites saw the thunder, lightning, and smoke on Mount Sinai and heard the trumpet, they stood away from the mountain. They told Moses that he could speak to them, but not to let God speak with them, lest they die. Moses told them, Fear not, for God has come to prove you, and that their fear or respect for him would keep them from sinning. Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was, and the Lord said, Thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. He told them not to make gods of silver or gold, and commanded them to make an altar of earth, but not of hewn or cut stone, that would be polluted by tools lifted upon it. He told them to sacrifice upon the altar burnt offerings, peace offerings, and sheep and oxen. The Lord said he would come to them in all places where he records his name and would bless them. The Ten Commandments give us a foundation for righteous living. Jesus Christ told his disciples in Matthew chapter 22, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy minds. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Heavenly Father wants all of his children to be happy. His commandments are expressions of his love and mercy to us, and an opportunity for us to show our love to Him by obeying them. And this is Exodus chapters 18 through 20 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our new PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel, and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching, and find some time this week to ponder.